NBA and the Major League Baseball ratings plunge, and the XFL can smell what The Rock is cooking. Time to sideline the agenda. And welcome to Sideline the Agenda Sports Podcast on Right. My name is Scott. With me is Kevin and Chris. The Rock says XFL and we've got fair or foul coming up. But first, Major League Baseball opening game between the Yankees and the Nationals pulled in over 4 million viewers on ESPN, becoming the largest season opening audience on record and the largest regular season Major League Baseball audience on any network in nine years. The NBA averaged a 3.4 million viewership when they resumed play with a Laker-Clippers game, more than double its regular in-season audience. But everything was woke. Major League Baseball pregame featured a long black fabric laid around the infield and held by all players as they knelt prior to the national anthem. At the NBA game, both teams knelt while the national anthem played, wore jerseys with social justice slogans, and midcourt featured the slogan, Black Lives Matter. The viewership seemingly disappeared overnight. Mets Braves had a viewership of 922,000, Brewers Cubs 1 million, and Angels A's 797,000. And in the NBA, Celtics Bucks caught 1.3 million, and the Mavs Rockets 1.7 million. Both leagues made the gamble, virtue signal to the woke Twitter conquistadors, and risk alienating the sports fan that just wants to watch a game and forget about the dis- this divisive world of politics. Seemingly, they made the wrong choice. So I'm going to start with you, Chris. Do you think they made a mistake, they being the NBA and Major League Baseball? Get woke, go broke. They don't learn, do they? I mean, how many times has this happened and how many different types of organizations has this woke agenda, woke agenda uh, infiltrated and all of a sudden you get a massive drop off in your support. People want to watch sports. They want to watch a game. They don't want to watch politics. That's why they want to watch sports. They're tired of politics. It's not only in obviously on the news 24 seven, especially these last four years, it's just been insane. But it's, it's in the education system. It's in the movies now. Hollywood is just pumping it out like crazy. And it seemed like the last little place we could go to get away is we could maybe just watch some basketball, watch some baseball. But no, you can't even do that anymore without having more agenda, more woke culture shoved down your throat. And it, it, it put people off. It, it made them change the channel. It made them turn it off. It made them boycott. And I don't know if they're going to really catch on or, 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 or uh, get the point yet and it's probably going to take a lot more of this uh, once the the money really starts hurting then maybe they'll it'll open up their eyes because as we know that the these sports leagues all revolve around money that's why they've been kowtowing to china uh, nike disney they're all about money so maybe once it starts really hurting their wallet and they see that they're really not uh making that much of a difference by just taking a knee uh, wearing a t-shirt, wearing a slogan on your jersey, what are you actually changing? Uh, maybe eventually it'll it'll finally start to get through. But this this woke culture, it's it's a very similar to a virus, it's, which is kind of fitting that, that we're in a pandemic right now because this has just been spreading and infiltrating every little tiny thing and it's turning people off. And uh, yeah, I think they at first they thought they're doing the right thing because the the people, like you said, the, the Twitter mob, they're the loudest people out there. So you would think by the amount of volume that they have 
that this is probably the majority of people that support this. So, okay, we're going to put that out there. We're going to really push this because most people are going to be behind this, but it's not the case. It's, 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 it's the squeaky wheel gets the oil. You know, it's the, the tiny amount of people out there that are making the most noise. The ones that are out there whining the most, uh, that, that get the attention, but obviously the numbers are proving that the vast amount of people, not even counting conservatives, but just your average sports fan they're not into politics they just want to watch some damn sports have a drink with their buddies sit back relax with their family or just watch by themselves to to relax get away from this stuff and uh watch some uh some sports entertainment yeah watch some damn sports i mean that's that's what i think most of us want to do we want to escape i mean everything's been so heavy for so long with the you know coronavirus you know and the lockdowns and and, and all of that and i thought people you know were looking really i mean i know i was i was looking for to the opportunity to just kind of kick back, put my feet up and just not think about the problems of the world. Uh, do you think that, because you, you mentioned the money, Chris, and I think that's a good point. And, and, and here maybe might be a different take or different twist on that. Do you think that they thought that they saw an opportunity to gain new viewership to add to the loyal fan. Maybe I'll toss this to you, Kevin. What do you think in regards to the the Twitter conquistadors, as I like to call them? You know, the, the, these these woke jokes out there in the world. Did you think that they thought that, hey, if we can, you know, virtue signal to these people, maybe we can gain them as viewership as well? Because we already got the loyal fan, you know. They ain't going anywhere. They they need uh, basketball and baseball now more than ever. Um, so so they're they're going to swallow whatever we give them. Um, did you do you think maybe this was an opportunity that they thought and maybe uh, miscalculated to to gain viewership? Yeah, hold with one hand and reach with the other. Right. Uh, hold on to your their loyal fans and then reach for an extra extension of the movement fans, fans that are paying attention to now to this and hopefully that they would captivate more viewers um, that they didn't before. And it really just landed them smack on their um, on that. You will, you know, uh, there's one thing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, one one thing I, I would like to point out that it, it is very uh quite simply um disturbing how far they're pushing it down everyone's throat i think everyone realizes and the thing is is in the beginning it it made a lot of sense like chris said um the squeak the, the squeaky wheel gets gets the oil um the silent majority however they're the ones that are really supporting they're the loyal fans they're the one that are putting in the money the time to view the the product and these people aren't happy with uh the, all the noise that's being made and this is the result of all this. Um, the movement came out and, and, and it seemed like it was, everyone was going to just jump on this bandwagon. But as time carries on, we start to see it twist, the events turn, and now it's not such a good thing. Not only were um, a lot of people against kneeling and just from the, the get-go, but now it's turned into almost like an anti-American thing. And now it's turned into chaos quite simply. I mean, we've seen it in cities. Um, Portland, Oregon's going through it right now. Their citizens are going through it. You got buildings on fire. You have um, the police coming in, feds coming in to protect property. Um, it, it, it's just uncalled yeah, I don't for want now. to be thinking and, about all that stuff when I'm watching a sporting yeah. event. <laughs> and it, exactly. It's, all, it's come to a point where it's just so out of whack. Yeah. And now the only option we had was to to watch a game, to get away from all the madness. And now we can't even do that. So people are, in as a result, are saying, hey, 
I don't got to give you my time anymore because this is not something I no longer support and I'm tired of hearing about it. And these athletes that are taking a knee under, you know, Black Lives Matter on the court, you got BML on the mound. We're essentially paying their salary. So if you don't, if we don't just stop watching, then this is saying like, hey, you guys better start shaping up or, you know, we're shipping out. We're not gonna, You're not going to take our um, entertainment anymore. Not only that, but there's another side to it as well. And it's something that uh, we should all acknowledge is it's not as it's it's not as a good um, product anymore. You have yeah. no you have no audience. Um, you got different rules in MLB. Um, you, you, you got um crowd noise being filtered into the to for the all the stands. simpletons out there who who, who yeah. don't get that there's nobody allowed there in the audience they're like wait a minute it, i'm watching a basketball game or a baseball game and there's nobody in the stands but i i can't hear the crowd exactly. like seriously yeah. like these are the decisions being made yeah it's like <laughs> yeah, a big exactly. production exactly it, it, the, to trying to make the some whole... trying to make a situation that is not at all normal normal like who does that? Like, especially right. I mean, don't even get me started on the tangent of, of having a real opportunity to hear the game in a unique way that you never would have had the opportunity to do so. I mean, forget that. No, let's pump in fake crowd noise. That uh, just absolutely all the additions. Yeah, all the additions just take away from you know your loyal fans and your fan base that just absolutely love this sport. They love their team. Um, it takes away from the whole experience, and now we're watching something that is completely twisted. And I don't think people are on board. And that's what the that's what the results say, and it's it's pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking about the whole production value, especially with the NBA, who who's who's running it? It's it's Disney. Hmm. It's it's production. And one thing you always got to remember with Disney is they want your kids. That's how they get them. <laughs> Once they get your kids young, they got them for life, pretty much uh, supporting their their whole. Uh, uh, their whole media empire. So that's why I Moana mean, from, was from, uh, uh, doing a, a slam dunk contest uh, during the <laughs> halftime show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and, and that's one of the the big harmful aspects of this whole movement is it's not just about the the politics for all of us grown ups, all of us viewers, all of us people that are actually spending money or buying cable to to watch this, this these programs going out buying shoes but it, you know it's it's for all the kids that watch all these athletes that idolize these athletes that think these guys are, are some kind of i mean gods or you know role models and they're not they're they're really not and when when you can get these kids following this type of of agenda to where kneeling during the national anthem is something to be not only respected but encouraged now you've got a whole generation of kids that are. Well, they want to do. They, they want to add all this they country. They want to mimic the the movements of their 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 heroes. You know, their their athlete, the, the people that they look at. You know, the uh, the um, the role models. You know. Yeah, but again, with the whole Disney production, it's like it's it's not just sports. It's like reality TV now. They've got this whole script. They've got the piped in crowd noise. It's just so manufactured and it takes away from the the real authentic raw experience of guys going out there and playing a sport, the simulated combat to go out there, give it their athletic all to try and achieve a goal, win or lose. And it's just got all this other stuff added into it. That is just, it's a turn off. 
Literally. Yeah, I, I would like to add too all the you know the addition the 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 calls and that that are made from the commission you know the commissioners uh, you have MLB that uh, suspended Kelly you know for the eight you know, eight games and it's just right. like people yeah. are like what for Pathetic. what like because he didn't hit a guy and then you have the NFL that's coming out of the Black you know, Lives Anthem uh, that's supposed to be played in Week One and then um, uh, it's just it's just too much to bear right now it's just let's yeah why do we all Wolf. have to take that on you know just just so yeah. they can corporately signal virtue signal uh to to other corporations yeah. i mean obviously there's money here right i mean big, big there's money. big money yeah. here and it's really naive to think that this is all just you know the, the major league baseball or nba or, or or the nfl like really care about social issues all that much i mean it's it's kind of yeah. naive in my my personal opinion i i think that that there's obviously a revenue stream here um Again, I've talked about before on previous shows about the the future of uh, uh, sports broadcasting, um, sports games being streamed and uh, offered exclusively through, you know, Apple TV or Amazon. Uh, I see that's in the future. And so maybe this is part of it. Maybe that's them, you know, signaling to Silicon Valley like, hey, man, your values are our values. I mean, that would be an agenda worth talking about. How about this, Chris? Do you think that... um, do you think that the average sports fan, as we talked about before, is the customer? Who's the customer? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not these woke people. They're, they're, they're not the ones going out to the games. They're just out there outraging, rampaging online. They're, they're Twitter warriors. They're social media warriors. They're not the ones that are buying the jerseys, buying the tickets, buying the the, the cable um, to, to watch all these games, follow these games. Um so your average consumer should and always be and will always be the, the main target. And when you let politics and agenda overshadow that, then you're going to you're going to hurt. Your bottom line is going to hurt. And these businesses, the bottom line is always the bottom line. So once they start feeling it in the wallet, then watch them start changing. Um, but do you think so do you think it'll take the, some time? Do you think the American customer is even like valued anymore? Like, is there. Uh, I mean, NBA obviously seems like they've they've sold their soul to China, that's, and so that no, that's seemingly a good point. Can care less about what the U the U.S. customer thinks. That is, that's a good point because as these sports continue to globalize and everything gets more global, um, I mean, we're seeing it in Hollywood right now. The the movies are getting censored. They're self censoring because they want those movies to sell in China. Right. And if they make a good old fashioned American movie, China's not going to like that. So yeah, you, that's used why you're to be not a seeing time, this type of stuff being produced. Yeah, it used to be a time when they would they would receive these movies and request changes for their Chinese audience. You know, like yeah. you know, now they're doing it. Now they're already they already know the rules. And yeah, they're preemptively exactly. censoring themselves. Um, yeah. you know, to be so NBA, they 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 want to have their brand over there. They they. Nike wants to be able to sell shoes over there. Mm-hmm. They want to have their basketball camps over there. And we've already seen a huge controversy with the basketball camps over there. Um, they've already had to shut one down because of abuse. Um, but as long as that's a big market and they're, they're making more money in the global market, whether it's in Europe, in China, and they don't have to rely on the American consumer as much, then American consumers and American values are not going to be the emphasis or the focal point, which is sad because that's what built these companies and these sports. And that's what made them great. And the more that they go global and they try to pander to the global audience, the worse the product becomes. Just like Kevin said, the product is not as good as it was. It keeps they keep trying to change it for 
pleasing the masses, but you forget about who got I you. I mean, there. the product is a byproduct of the American culture too. I mean, the the game of exactly. football, especially in baseball, and 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 basketball. Mm. I mean, th- these things they resemble us. And when they try to take us, us meaning America, uh, American culture, when they try and take us out, then the sport itself completely loses its identity and and doesn't even really know who it is. And we're kind of seeing that right now, too. Um, There's a lot of people talking boycott this year. A lot of people not wanting to watch. And I totally get that. You know, Um, I don't blame that idea one bit. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of doing a soft version of that. I don't know about any of you guys. Uh, especially when it comes to the NBA. Totally. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to watch. It, and and you know what? It's it's the funny enough going back to Kevin's point, you know, it's it's it, it really has not as much to do with the the social virtue signaling and and the fact that NBA has sold itself to China. I mean, we've known this for a while. But it really does have to do with the fact that the product is awful. You know, there's no defense. There's no, I mean, the points scored, like you, you got, you got teams, basement teams scoring 130, you know, a game. Um, and I, th- I think I, that I, that also reflects to the, to the, to the poor culture that's happening. Um, you know, the, the, the uh, culture crisis that's happening in the NBA. Go ahead, Kevin. You want to say something? Yeah. I would like to point out something as well. And, and that's the character, the characters of the players we're watching. Um, in younger years when I was a child, I don't know about you guys, but you, I mean, I got someone on the wall right here that you look up to just simply because the way the guy played the game, simply because how hard he worked, simply because how talented this gentleman was. Now it's not so much about the talent. It's, it's so much about what he's doing off the court, how he dresses, what he says, what he tweets, what, what, uh, what other uh, stream of of revenue or, or genre he's gotten himself into. It's not about the talent anymore. It's like, where are these kids heroes? These kids heroes, they're not, they're not just strictly just about their sport now. They're just trying to do too much. And it's just it's kind of self-absorbing. And I think that also as well kind of fends viewers away because after a while you kind of get tired of watching. Yeah, they that. become Twitter just, conquistadors. And and yeah, the, we just it's just sorry to interrupt you, Kevin, but that's that's I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying too. Like, like I can't I don't want to hear your platform. I think shut up and dribble needs to make a massive comeback here. Because the fact of the matter <laughs> is, is you should shut up and you should just dribble. Because you know what? When I go and, and, and get a, a loaf of bread from a baker, or when I have a handyman come to my house and do something for at my home, when I when I have a, a, a you know, if, if, if could you imagine like a landscaper coming and just giving you his his uh, opinion about the uh, socioeconomic uh, status of the country and and who he's voting for. I mean, better yet, how about LeBron James? Do you think he would hire somebody and and and, and pay for them to come to his house, paint his house, and talk about how Trump's the greatest president and how the country's going in a right direction? Do you think he'd stand for that? No, he yeah, wouldn't. Exactly, but exactly the problem is, is that we don't have that ability to have that direct exchange of money. Like Chris or Kevin, I can't remember which one of you was saying it, that we pay their salaries, but they don't see that happen right away. We pay no. with our cable bill. We pay with our ticket sales. We pay with the merch that we buy. And most importantly, we pay with our time that we invest in them. And they don't Absolutely. honor that. And they should no. honor that because we're all in this together, man. And, 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 yeah. and how about a little gratitude for being placed in a situation by people who watch and support you 
and placed in a situation where you're a multimillionaire by literally having a skill set that kids exercise on a playground every day. I mean, yep. obviously not at the same skill level, but you know what? You put a damn child in front of a, a, a forklift. They can't do that. A, a child a can't do a, a, a brain surgery, but a child can dribble a damn ball and shoot it into a hoop. A child can <laughs> yeah. throw a ball down a mound. Uh, a child a can point. swing a freaking bat at a ball and run down the baseline like you're not special you're skilled you're gifted physically for sure no doubt and where you're definitely not special is is in your viewpoints of 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 the the, the political uh sphere because you live literally in a bubble that n most of us 90 percent of us cannot even comprehend do you realize that a lebron james let's say he owns dogs he don't have to walk them he don't have no. to feed them he don't have to wash them. He can pay somebody to do all that. He has yeah. that luxury. And what he gets to experience, he just gets to play with the dogs. And then the second that they become a handful or that their actual responsibility has to kick in, he can pitch that off to whoever he's paying. And, and then again, just enjoy the good stuff. So anyways, that's that's my rant yeah, on that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's totally just being out of touch with reality. Agreed. I mean, you you were hitting on the point exactly. You Just the picture, just the actual picture, that picture speaks, you know, more than a thousand words of you've got a line on the sideline of all these guys taking a knee and they're taking a knee with Black Lives Matter on their shirt. Every single one of them are all multimillionaires and they're taking a knee because they're being oppressed. Yeah, black millionaire lives <laughs> black millionaire lives matter. You see little yeah. white kids and Asian kids and Mexican kids and whatever like rolling around with LeBron James on their back. Yeah. That's right. Because they're so racist. That's right. Yeah, buy right. those five hundred dollar shoes. Because it's really about the money. There's there's there, there's really I mean, I mean, let's be real. This this has everything to do about the money. And, and these guys all have the financial power to evoke actual change. They have the financial power. And some of them are, you know, in certain fields and areas. I'm not I'm, I'm not discrediting that. But what I am saying is that when it comes to creating an enjoyable experience for all, sometimes I think you do have to kind of shut up and dribble and just know your role. And your role, especially now with how everything's so divided, your role is to try and bring the country together, not tear it apart. But exactly. that might be your agenda to tear it apart because maybe you do yep. some power in, say, that one world government. Maybe your loyalty does lie in the East. Um, it, and that's what's really discouraging. At what point do does you know the NBA put this back on the players and saying, "Hey, we're losing we're losing viewerships, guys. We need you to stop. You know, start straightening it up and uh, you know just focus on basketball. Let's bring in a, a good product again. Let's get entertainment. Let's play defense. Let's stop tweeting and let's talk talking about everything else." But you know, when are they going to do that? Are they ever? going to I mean, do that brings that? me back hey. to my previous point that I don't know that we're the customer. I don't think we are. I think I think China is the customer. You know, yeah, I, I would argue that the NBA is telling these guys to kneel in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 yeah. doing what they're yeah. told. I don't even think most all these guys would have even done this on their own volition, but they're they're being told by not only the NBA and the NBA through being told 
by Nike and Disney, which are being told by China. So, you know, that the top trickles down and now you've got these uh, these guys kneeling on the court. Because, again, like we, we talked about in the last episode, the actual symbol of unity in America, the flag that no matter what color you are, right. we can all unite under that exact same flag. They're using that flag to divide us. And you thought that they would have maybe learned a lesson from the NFL back when Kaepernick first started this, because when he first started this, they saw, I think it was about a 40% drop in their viewership and it started to hurt. And then Kaepernick, you know, wasn't a very good quarterback anymore. People well, figured him out. Well, he only started in the pocket when he got run. benched. You want to yeah. talk well, yeah, about but, somebody's I mean, agenda. It, yeah. Once you figure him out, you keep him in the pocket. Don't let him run. He's not a good quarterback. He's going to throw a pick. He's going to give the game away. Um, but once that all that that happened and they, they lost all those viewership and he kind of got bounced around and then he got kicked out of the league, all of a sudden viewership started coming back. You didn't see as much of that agenda anymore. And then, man, it just come back with a vengeance this time. And they did not learn the lesson that the NFL probably didn't even learn either because they're right back at it again. Um, but this time it's 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 hopefully going to hit them where it hurts. But again, we're, we're going to we're finding out that they don't really care about us here. It's, it's is, about the global economy is 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 the is boycott the answer. What do you think, Kevin? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's that's a tough question because this is a lot of diehard sport fans, including us. You know, it's 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 definitely a tough uh, uh, and, and it, it would definitely take a lot of commitment out of all of us. Um, would that be the answer? I it's got to be. I mean, as soon as it starts suffering, um, then they can make the changes to go back to what it used to be. And that's what really captured people, um, capture, pulled, you know, yeah. them invest in their emotional investment. And so to boycott, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Might be something we all have to really jump on and, and hopefully they can get the, uh, I know that I'm I'm thinking more and more about completely boycotting. Of course, you know, I, I like certain sports more than others. I will admit that. And so it's easy, say, for me to boycott the NBA more than, say, Major League Baseball. But again, if the product was better, you know, I might be more. But 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 I, I still think, though, that I, I still think, especially with 2020 kind of being this this asterisk season or year anyway, like, you know, the times now, I think it's a losing battle. And and, and I think that if, if true sports fans want to step up, I think that uh, that boycotting can be be a, a, a good route to go. What do you think, Chris? Well, as always, I mean, I think everyone should practice this no matter what. Vote with your dollars. Yeah. So give support what with the things that you believe in. If you've got mega corporations pushing agendas you don't believe in do not support them don't buy from them vote with your dollars uh time is money so vote with your time don't don't give your time to these people however at the same time you do need to be aware of what's going on you can't just completely put a blindfold on and just dismiss it because it is a cancer it is a virus it will spread it will infect and it will fester and it will grow we've seen this in so many different areas you could take the education system the university system as an example um we've had a lot of i guess you could say conservatives back out of teaching back out of the university system and now you have liberal professors at almost like a 90 percent clip and then you've got other nations investing in these universities like china big time investing in these universities and they're using that to spread and infiltrate and, and infect their propaganda so you can't completely vacate because then you create a void and that void will be filled 
by something. It will be filled by them. It will be filled by their agenda. So I, I wouldn't say back out completely, but at the, at the same time, you got to be aware of what's going on. If you've got children, you got to be teaching them. You've got to be informing them of what's right and and what to be aware of because if you don't and they're watching this stuff on tv they're following these athletes they're watching these movies they're listening to their professors they're getting brainwashed they're only getting a very small view of the world the world is very complex it's, it's very complicated there's a shades of gray it's not black and white and they need to be informed of what's going on so don't turn a blind eye keep an eye on what's going on vote with your dollars if that means boycotting so that they can you know, hit them where it hurts and maybe they'll get the, the, the message that way. Um, I do like the idea of starting alternate uh, options. Uh, we're going to be getting to the XFL pretty soon. That that might be an avenue that that's going to start have to happen a, a lot more. Uh, we've been seeing this with a lot of the, the main cable news channels, for example. Um, they're kind of dying out a lot of them. And, and for the most part, it's all online. Um, so maybe this is the death throes of the cable sports as we knew it uh espn abc tnt tbs all those those big channels maybe it is like you're saying going to be all going to apple going to amazon and this is kind of their audition uh for these uh these woke companies um but if it's going to go that route they're going to get woke go broke and we're going to have to have some alternate leagues start popping up that, that that's what i think is going to happen but yeah um Vote with your dollars. You can boycott if you want, but don't just totally vacate it. We've got to still have an input. We can't let them run rampant. Well, the best way to stay informed is to join the agenda, to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our videos on YouTube. Hit the notification bell to be notified when we go live and follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda and follow us also on Instagram and Parlor at Sideline the Agenda. Sideline the Agenda Sports Podcast done right okay moving on the xfl will live on thanks to dwayne the rock johnson redbird capital and danny garcia who teamed up to purchase the xfl for approximately 15 million just hours before the league was set for auction the transaction is subject to bankruptcy court approval at a hearing this friday august 7th and assuming that closing conditions are satisfied is expected to close on uh or shortly after august 21. Um, Johnson said in a press release, the acquisition of the XFL is an investment for me that's rooted deeply in two things, my passion for the game and my desire to always take care of the fans. With pride and gratitude for all that I've built with my own two hands, I plan to apply these calluses to the XFL and look forward to creating something special for the players, fans, and everyone involved for the love of football. Doesn't that sound refreshing? Uh, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Who wants to jump in? What do you think about The Rock purchasing the XFL? Finally, The Rock has brought back the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm... I'm pretty pumped about this actually to be honest if if the rock stays true to what made him great and what brought him to celebrity status i think that this could be one of the things we were just talking about we we're just hitting on that this could be the possible usurpation of the old school nfl and their their woke their wokeness um the rock has a, a big background in football he went to the university of miami played football there 
Uh, I believe he had a back injury or something. He, he didn't go pro. Um, but obviously, he's, he's got a long family history in the uh, WWF, now WWE. So he, he joined that and eventually became a, a mega, mega star. And everything he's been touching since has pretty much turned to gold. But uh, I really implore The Rock, uh, remember your roots. Remember what made the WWF so massive in the late 90s, early 2000s. And that was the Attitude Era. If you can bring that to football, if you can bring the no holes barred Extreme Football League, and, and let's not forget that the original XFL was by Vince McMahon. So there's a lot of uh, WWF, WWE uh, uh, fingerprints all over this league. And let's also not forget that uh, Vince McMahon's wife ran for office, I believe as a Republican, uh, a Senate. I, I think she lost, but she ran. Also, there's a, a, the man that was Kane for several years. He also ran for office. I believe he's a congressman, if I'm not mistaken. He either is currently or he's, he's trying to become one. So it's it's not strange. Oh, and Jesse Ventura, uh, old, old governor of uh, Minnesota, I believe. So there's this isn't strange for ex-wrestlers to be involved in some kind of political agenda. There's been talk of Rock uh, running for president. I don't know if he's ever going to do that, but uh, I really like his statement of trying to focus on the fans. If he can bring that attitude era to where we're not going to be out here kissing people's ass, we're just out here to bring a hardcore, uh, great football experience. Uh, fans are going to clamor for that. And there's even been, uh, I saw an interview with Dana White, who's having massive success right now due to the lockdown because he's a businessman. He understands strategy. He knows that when things are shut down, one window is closed, one door is closed, there's going to be another one opening and uh, he's taking advantage of it. And I saw him being interviewed and he's, he said, he's going to contact the rock. He's going to talk to him about uh, strategies and ways that he can really blow this thing up uh, and make it, make it a big, big brand. And he said, $15 million is chump change for what this league could potentially could be. And the rock being a mega global star that he is now with his, with his uh, cachet, uh it, it the future could be very bright for this league especially if he stays true to the roots he does not try to play the political game he doesn't give in to the big corporate interests and he just focuses on the fans and what they want the money will come and uh the fans will clam around it to to watch a good old-fashioned football league without all that other extra BS that we talk about on here so much. Yeah, I think the 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 one potential challenge was all the extra BS that was uh, kind of present with the original XFL. Hopefully, it's like more original roots of football, the game itself. Uh, Not so gimmicky. Yeah, because yeah. that was pretty problematic and obviously one of the main reasons why it failed. But yes, I totally agree. A, a very interesting opportunity here. Kevin, are you excited about this? I think the NFL just got a major rock bottom I think you'll be seeing The Rock with his people's elbow raised up high with the dang belt, XFL belt around his um his waist. Now this is this is awesome here, guys. I have to say that uh, I learned my lesson betting against The Rock in WrestleMania, his third uh, fight in WrestleMania against Stone Cold, and also WrestleMania against Hulk Hogan. I learned my lesson, so I will never bet against The Rock again. Um, I think that th this is a good opportunity for him to bring that good old fashioned football back without the agenda. I think he can bring uh, viewers uh, really, really, really quickly with his uh, the way he's just been promoting himself with movies and and uh the tv show he did uh was some some titans um he's been yeah he's he's been active Ballers, guys yeah. 
Yeah, he's been active. Yeah. He ballers as well. Um, where I mean, what better owner to put you know the XFL in the hands of of the Rock? But I will say, The Rock, are you are you bailing out, Mister McMahon? Is this is this is a friendly uh, handover of uh, you know what? I had a dream. I can't quite do it. The Rock, I believe in you. Go ahead and take it for me and run. But I think you will grab the bowl by its horns. Thank you. Uh, but um, <laughs> the Brahma Bowl. The Brahma Bowl. I think you will grab this, and I think you'll run. I think you will turn into a success. Um, if Dana White believes in the Rock, I think all of us is, uh, do as well. We have no reason not to. Anything, any, anything this guy touches, or anything, or any time he comes on screen, it is um, electric. Hmm. He's very uh, the most electrifying man in is. all of sports and entertainment. There it is. <laughs> No, at first I was kind of tempted to say, all right, Rock, uh, let's change the, the name from XFL to AFL, make it the American yeah. Football well, League. I would be down I think for that. Would be, that would be awesome. But at the same time, I, I kind of like that he could still keep it the Extreme Football League to, uh, I mean, he probably would have to tweak some of the rules, but bring back some of those old school, hard hitting rules that we all love that, that has made the game of football not as attractive over these last few years to where everything is just so protected to where i mean everything's a personal foul if you hit a guy or if you tackle a quarterback and you happen to barely land on him uh you know that's a 15 <laughs> 15 yard penalty right. it's it's gotten kind of ridiculous uh, the, the amount of protections i mean i know you, you got to protect players but it's it's football it's a gladiator sport these guys know what they're running into when they go out there to play that's why they they do it they love it they get paid a lot of money to do it they get compensated very well uh, so if he can stay true to that attitude era, that extreme football league, I, I think it could be a major success. Yeah. If he learns from the the failures of the original launch, right? Uh, then I, I definitely think that it, it could have some high hopes. Yeah, because I I mean personally, I don't think that they really need to go all that extreme. I I mean even if they kept the rules relatively the same as far as the National Football League is concerned, I I get it. Like some of the latest ones that they the new rules they've introduced in the National Football yeah, League. Yeah, bring could the probably, kickoff yeah, exactly back. things like that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think that they need to yeah. go because because I think that's that's what. You know where it really fell short back in the day, and 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 still, I think people, especially my age, have a bad taste in their mouth regarding the XFL because it was just all this. It was like wrestling meets football. I mean, that's obviously what they were going for, <laughs> and I think that that's you know wrestling's fake. Hate to break it to everybody, uh, and football's real, and so I think there is kind of a contradiction there. Obviously, the one thing that uh, you know uh, football can definitely. Um, uh, utilize is the entertainment value. I understand that, uh, but the game itself is is fairly entertaining in the way that it, that is already presented. Uh, I mean, don't you think um, there is some va- validity in say The Rock just bringing it back to its American roots? You mentioned the AFL. Like, I mean, that would be just. I, I I'm assuming the NFL owns the rights to afl or has that lockdown in some way shape or form but when i i think that that would be amazing that if it could go the old afl route and the one thing that i feel that that the the xfl as of last year the the bankrupt xfl um had going against it was like the names the names were just awful you had like the seattle dragons and i mean i can't even think of half of them because they were that forgetful um do you think that there's validity and then just maybe bringing it back to basics? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, totally. I mean, we've seen such massive changes over these last 
10, 15 years with, with all the rules. So, I mean, making the onside kick something that can actually potentially work, bringing back that the, the actual kickoff uh, where guys could form the wedge, you know, uh, make, make all those entertaining plays come back, make the catch not so damn complicated. Uh, it's just so many different little tic-tac rules that they've, they've come up with over these, these several years. I mean, bring it back to, to what we're used to. And I mean, you don't have to go back that far, early 2000s, maybe late 90s was, yeah. was the attitude era. Absolutely. I mean, exactly back when all that was going and, on. And this is this brings up another question for me in, in regards to we're in this middle of this pandemic. Obviously, you know, the, the economy is not going to be great. And and yet Roxy's an opportunity here and, and makes this purchase. Like this isn't the best time, in my opinion, to be to to go out buy a, a, a failed league. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially in this current climate. But is this in response to the growing woke anti-American sports culture that we see uh, uh, definitely growing in the NFL and throughout sports in general? I mean, do you think that that's the opportunity that Roxy's here to kind of bring it more back to to the patriotic platform? Yeah, I, I think so. I think you're onto something. I also think that um, the Roxy's um, players opting out uh, at, a, at a huge rate for the NFL. And he probably thinks, hey, the NFL is not going to have a season. This is my time to capitalize. And people are, are waiting for for football. And this is a perfect time to bring viewers to the XFL and to really introduce this league um, how, as it should as it should be. And then also I want to put up, point out, too, I think the Rock – this huge natural gift of of, of uh, nurturing new talent and bringing n- new superstars are, uh, up to up to par and even beyond that and i think that the talent that he'll bring it's not going to be they're not going to be t- be talking about um what the nfl t- stars are talking about now they're not going to be talking about tweeting and agenda and black lives matter no they're going to be talking about the xfl because everything should be about the xfl and that's what the sports really should get back to right and that's what we had mentioned earlier so we'll see yeah absolutely yeah i think as as long as he can learn from the mistakes of the xfl he doesn't try to just march out the same exact brand that it was he does realize the mistakes it made and, and improve upon those mistakes it's definitely got a, a huge uh, success possibility especially if uh, the NFL season doesn't totally happen the way we think it's going to happen and he can launch this in spring. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no telling what can happen. Uh, it'll definitely be exciting to see for sure. Going to do a real quick update before we jump to fair or foul. There's 60 players that have now officially opted out of the 2020 NFL season and their deadline, I believe, is tomorrow. So it should be interesting to see if that grows anymore. Okay, moving on to fair or foul. We're going to throw these uh, various news items in sports uh, to these two wonderful gentlemen and get their take of whether or not something's fair or foul. We're going to start with Cincinnati Bagels keeping QBs in separate rooms during virtual workouts due to coronavirus. Chris, I'm going to start with you. Is this fair or foul? This is foul. This is silly. You need these guys together to be able to communicate. If one goes down, you need the other guy to just walk right in and fill his shoes as if they're both the same. They got to be thinking the same wavelength. You can't really do that over Wi-Fi. Yeah, they're worried about the the, the vid, the Wuhan. What do you think there, Kevin? Is this fair or foul? Yeah, definitely silly, but I'm knocking this fair uh, if if all three of your quarterbacks go down. <laughs> you got to lose your season. <laughs> 
you're gonna have to start a running back or a rookie or what are you gonna do go to the arena football and hopefully pull somebody i have a knock this fair guys you've got to protect the quarterback this is the way to protect the okay moving on alabama uh offensive coordinator steve sarkeesian's new contract is worth 2.5 million dollars annually a lot of money still out there chris fair or foul uh, fair. If they're willing to pay you that much money, then uh, I wouldn't have no problem signing on that X. That's for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, great. Alabama's got a lot of money, so higher end. Hey, too. that's the going rate. College, <laughs> Kevin. Fair yeah. foul. Two point five. You said two point five million dollars for an offensive coordinator, oh, yeah. guys. He's you got to be promising a dang championship. I want to see a, a national championship from you now, Sarkeesian. Was, was um, Sarkeesian the drunk? Which one was the yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. He wasn't that good at USC. I don't know what happened to him, but 2.5, I guess he bounced back somehow, some way. Um, so congratulations, but come on, foul. Yeah. Durant picks the Clippers to beat Bucks in the finals. Chris, is this fair or foul? Oh, this is totally foul. He must have been watching. He must have watched my prediction when I said the Clippers will beat the Bucks in six games. I like that. Totally I hopefully KD's <laughs> watching the show. What do you think here, uh, Kevin? Is this fair or foul? Yeah, KD uh, bring up um, a good point. The two wings that they have, Kawhi and um, uh, da, 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 Giannis. No, no, no. Uh, from the Clippers, George. Kawhi and yeah, Paul George. Sorry, uh, are possibly top four in the whole league. So why not? Uh, I'm not going to spare. Yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> I love yeah. that. KCP <laughs> on KD. I like that. Okay, Aaron Donald will not be wearing the new mask shield in the NFL. Uh, Kevin, how about you? Is this fair, fell? Yeah, I'm not going to spare. You know, if you don't want to wear it, then don't wear it. If he says he can't breathe. Guys, how, how, I mean, how productive is he going to be if he can't breathe? I can't breathe. Fair. T-shirts are going to take on a whole new meaning. Chris, is this fair or foul? Yeah, this is totally fair. I mean, the most important thing that you need out there on that field is oxygen. <laughs> you can't breathe. You can't play. I mean, it's ridiculous. Of course, it's Definitely fair. important element. Okay, Iverson says LeBron is above Jordan. Kevin, what do you think about this? Is this fair or foul? AI, I'm scratching my head about your artificial intelligence. I'm just not getting you anymore. Uh, As I recall, you were up on the stage at your um, uh, 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 Hall of Fame inductee speech saying, I just want to be like Mike, wild in tears. And all of a sudden you change your tune. Hmm. It was it because of what LeBron has been saying lately and you just change your tune? I noticed you didn't say anything about stats. I did notice that you're t- that you're being interviewed by um, rapper uh, Fat Joe, so I'm not gonna foul guys. This is some some boo nanny, and um, I don't think we should be paying attention to this. So you you paved your whole life to be like Mike, and then. I'm, I'm too old to understand any of these references. Makes sense of the guy who doesn't <laughs> like practice, like doesn't like the guy who practices. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Is this fair foul? I mean, every man's entitled to his own opinion, I guess, but this is totally foul. LeBron better than Jordan in what world, in what universe? AI, you should know better. AI, I mean, in your prime, I probably would pick you over LeBron. There you go. All right, well, uh, let's see. Uh, we've got uh, ESPN reporter um, openly mocking Jonathan Isaac's injury. What do you think, Kevin? Is this fair or foul? Yeah, somebody needs to break his knee. <laughs> this is foul, guys. I don't know what he stopped, what he, why he wants a humor in somebody's um, mis- misfortune, but um, this is foul. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, what do you think here, fair or foul? Yeah, this is totally foul. Dan LeBattard Le- 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 uh, in French means a. Uh, 
the bastard, I think. <laughs> it's totally foul. I mean, how can you do that kind of thing when a man just got injured like that? Uh, just because you don't agree with his politics and you're upset and you're angry that he stood. This is another ESPN reporter uh, having this kind of a outburst, if you will, uh, in, in this last month or month and a half. So totally foul, ridiculous behavior. Grow up. All right. Thank you so much for watching Satellite the Agenda, the podcast, exposing local sports culture both on and off the field of play. Be sure to like and subscribe our podcasts on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And also follow us on Twitter, Parlor, and Instagram. I'm Scott. That's Kevin. That's Chris. And this is Sideline the Agenda. Podcast done right. See you guys next time.